0: bismillah walhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa min welcome back to another words and wisdom Wednesdays I'm Joe Bradford and in this podcast we talk about the hadith mentioned in Musnad al-Shihab a collection of hadith about etiquette character and admonishment and wisdom and uh, the hadith for today is the hadith uh, of Al-Harbu Khud'a. Al-Harbu khud'a. And I'm just going to mention uh, the Arabic now. Uh, we'll talk about who narrated it. So who did narrate it? It was narrated by Abu Dawood in his sunan, as well as Imam Ahmed in his Musnad, um, also with Tirmidhi, Ibn Majah, and it was also narrated in Bukhari and Muslim from Jabir ibn Abdullah. So, several Sahaba who had narrated this hadith. Uh, Jabir, which is the narration of the Sahihain, uh, Ali, Abu Hurairah, Asma, and Anas. Now, why? Um, what's, what's the translation of this work? Well, I, I think it's important that we mention this because it's oft-quoted, m- many times misunderstood. And it's because of the dhubt, because of the how the how the words are um how the words are uh uh you know um the, the 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 vowel marks are placed on the words can change the meaning in the arabic language so everybody says uh, they mostly quote they say al harbu al war is deception and then you get the you know, the, the bigots and the Islamophobes go, haha, look, see, the Muslims, they, they like to deceive us and they say that war is deception and don't you see how bad they are? And look, their Prophet even said this. Well, this is actually, this hadith is actually narrated um, in three uh, different ways Al Harbu Khada'a, Al Harbu Khuda'a, and Al Harbu Khuda'a. Okay, what does that mean? War is. Khad'ah, with a Fathah on the Kha, a Sukun on the Dal. War is Khud'ah, a Dhamma on the Kha, and a Sukun on the Dal. War, war is Khud'ah, a, a Dhamma on the Kha, and a fetha on the Dal. And they all have different meanings. So, al harbu that a war is Khad'ah, with a fetha on the Kha, and a Sukun on the Dal. It means that, okay, so in this sentence, we have a, a basically a nominal sentence. It's a, it's a sentence made up of two nouns, a subject and a predicate. The subject is a proper noun. It has al, alif lam on it, the. So, the war, meaning war as a genus, as an idea, as a concept, right, is a proper noun, right? Khad'atun is a uh, is a deception okay now it's not saying is deceit it's not saying is deception it's a deception what does that mean that means that when someone is fighting if they're deceived even once then the entire war can end if they're deceived if they if if if, if they are if they are tricked even just once, then they can be beat. And so this is a warning to be on alert. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the verses about Salatul Khawf, about the prayer of fear. And the prayer of fear is a prayer when we are in a state of war, when we are actively fighting, you are not absolved from prayer amazing how we absolve ourselves from prayer in so many things. And even in war, we're not absolved from prayer. Even in war, if you're not absolved from prayer, even if you have to carry a weapon, then you will have others guard you while you're praying, pray part of your prayer, they'll back up, uh, you'll take guard, and then they'll finish the prayer. And everybody's considered to have prayed. Um, and those verses are are in the Quran. These, these verses are... are or in Surah Al-Nisa, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا ضَرَبْتُكُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ فَلَيْسَ عَلَيْكُمْ جُنَاحٌ أَنْ تَقْسُرُوا مِنَ الصَّلَاةِ إِنْ خِفْتُمْ أَنْ يَفْتِينَكُمْ لَذِينَ كَفَرُوا And when you strike out in the earth, then there is no harm upon you for you to shorten your prayers if you fear that you will be put to trial by those who disbelieve <inaudible> those who disbelieve are sworn enemies to you <inaudible> these are verses 101 and 102 of Surah Al-Nisa and it essentially says take your weapons with you if you're at war but you still have to pray let one, of you, one group of you start the prayer the other group guards halfway through you switch out those who are praying, guard. Those who are guarding, pray. The imam stays the same. He salams out, and everyone's done. But one of the things that is mentioned in this verse um, several times is, khudu hidrakum," That, you know, take your precautions. So this idea of taking your precaution, of not being tricked and deceived while one is at war, is what this hadith is about. If we say, harbu Khadatun uh, that war, and we can put in a you know a, a, a taqdeer, We can put in the you know an implied uh, uh, word. War it, war ends with a single deception, because khadaatun is a uh, is a improper noun, and it means that it's something that's happening once, and it's general. So al-harbu Second meaning is al-harbu And that is war is stratagem. War is stratagem. Because the basis of war is stratagem and 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 planning and giving people one plan and actually carrying out the other and this is like when the Prophet والسلام, and Abu Bakr were travelling from Mecca to Medina and they were stopped by some scouts and somebody said, Min Ain al where the where are the people from? And Abu Bakr he said, or the Prophet والسلام, said, I re, I don't recall. He said, Nahnu min Ma', we're from Ma' and he said, Which Ma? Ma' al Are you from the of Ma of of, of Iraq or you have ma of some other place now they didn't mean that at all they meant they were created of water كله, uh, uh, we created everything every living thing from water but he understood it to mean something else so the idea of giving people the idea of your plans for one thing and doing something completely different is part and parcel of war so war is strategy and the last the last point is the last point is war, al harbu khuda'a. Al harbu khuda'a, fu'ala. And this is a, this is a, 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 a noun which carries the, 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 the meaning of a doer, of a verb. So war is a deceiver. War is a deceiver. So war deceives men and kills them and doesn't fulfill its promises. Because everybody goes into war thinking that they're going to fight and be glorious and they're going to you know, um, uh, be valiant and be remembered as this you know, great warrior and be rewarded and so on and so forth. And many people just come home dead. Many people are deceived. Many come, people come home injured. Ask anyone who's a veteran of foreign, foreign wars. They know how they've been treated after being fed the spiel about war it actually has the opposite effect. And this is one of the very interesting points of a change in Muslim society during the Medinan period. The the Battle of Uhud came immediately after the prohibition of riba and of gambling and of alcohol. Now, why is this important? It came after, number one, the prohibition of gambling, of alcohol, of riba, and the exhortation to give sadaqah. And why? how do these things fit in? Well, war was something during the jahidi period, the pre-Islamic period of ignorance, that was financed through the sale of alcohol, through gambling, and through the proceeds of riba. And you would have people who... You know, they, would, they would not care for their womenfolk, they would not care for the orphans, they would not care for the families of people who had died in war unless they could make enough money off of uh, gambling and selling alcohol. And if they could make enough money from gambling and selling alcohol to be able to drink away most of it and then still have some left over, then and only then would they actually give to those who are in need. They would take the rest of the money and they would pour it back into weapons and they would finance their wars. And so, when they wanted to make more money, then they would borrow at interest and then they would create more wars. So, by cutting off or by prohibiting gambling, by by prohibiting drinking, you actually had a you know the 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 enticements to war cut off. And by 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 prohibiting riba interest. You know, cash on cash interest. You had the funding for war cut off. What did that leave? That left the inability of those who had the most power in society to borrow money without the without the 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 social uh, pressure of having to raise money from the public. So, you know, if if you have to raise money for, for the, from the public to be able to defend your country, there's a hell of a lot you're going to have to do to, be able to convince people that it's a just war. So, you know, go and look back at the propaganda about war bonds in World War II and everything, you know, this is one of the, the ages of, you know, kind of like one of the first huge marketing schemes um, for the United for in the United States was the sale of war bonds because you wanted to convince people that look we don't even have mo- enough money to borrow anymore we need all we need your freestanding capital you know you should buy these war bonds and then we'll pay you back later so it actually was a form of borrowing because bonds are cash now for more cash later but you know they didn't have the institutional wealth they had to even go to the public so what happens when you have to go to the public for money, but you're not allowed to borrow that money at interest because somebody says, oh, "I don't care if you're gonna, you know, if you if you borrow money at interest, I'm gonna get more money. I'm gonna get mine. Big deal." What happens when you can't do that? And so you can't entice people through their greed. You have to appeal to their heart. You have to appeal to their senses. You have to appeal to their ability of discerning what is just and good and ethical. And if your war is not just and good and ethical, then you can't fund it. And so the idea of, of zakah, one of the categories of zakah being fisa bilillah, of the idea of sadaqat, of charity that's used to fund people that essentially are non-conscripted um, defenders of Muslim lands, then you are essentially making sure that there is a huge counterbalance to the transgression and the belligerence of the elite in society. It's extremely... Uh, interesting historic uh, occurrence in the sirah and one that deserves to be talked about a little bit more but not now so we said to sum up that there is um, there are three ways of of mentioning this hadith al harbu khadaa al harbu and al harbu khudaa al harbu khadaa war is a single Incidents of deception, meaning that war ends with a single deception Al-harbu khuda'ah, that war is stratagem And that war, if you're going to be involved in it, then you're going to have to know how to plan And al-harbu khuda'ah, war is a deceiver Meaning that it deceives men and it takes their lives and it doesn't fulfill its promises And what do we take from this? Well, we take from it, obviously, the danger of war the danger of deception and the danger of allowing the elite from amongst us to create a, you know, financial, industrial, military complex which grinds up the poor and spits them out, and doesn't work for any higher purpose in their lives or anyone else's, and that in in general, that this is not an exhortation to deceiving people, but it's actually a warning from the deception of war and warfare. So that's it for today. This has been Words and Wisdom Wednesday. If you like what you've heard, be sure to subscribe, soundcloud.com forward slash Joe Bradford Podcast. You can go to my new website, joebradford.net. If you want to learn more about these subjects in more detail, you can subscribe to one of the three learning levels on courses.joebradford.net where we go into one week, three week, and six week courses about detailed subjects of Islamic knowledge as well as the individual seminars about financial knowledge as well jazakallahu khair and see you next wednesday assalamu alaikum